There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. everybody welcome back to another episode of the 23 personnel podcast this is your tcu instant reaction texas tech falls 34 to 18 in fort worth i'm your host spencer joined by michael hello everybody it was it kind of went like we thought it would but it never goes like we think it would all at the same time we were no expecting tcu to come out ahead but uh, but not quite in this fashion with such a, a blunder at the end and just kind of a, a way that really ended with a bitter taste in a lot of fans' mouths. But here we are yet again, another loss, and uh, we'll just keep on trucking. Yeah, I mean, we um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about a couple of those late game decisions. Um. I I don't even know where else. I mean, the the drive chart to begin the game, um, the fact that you actually made your first field goal of the season in game seven, I believe this is. Yeah, you're two and five. Um, I mean, there's not really much stats-wise that we want to break into, uh, but th- there would be some. Um but yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll touch on all of that to tonight. Um, but first, mm, but first, but first, guys, the wait is finally over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure y'all want to talk about a, a giddy excitement about football right now. But this is where we are. Football's in full effect. With many teams strutting their stuff, you may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online's going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use promo code Armchair. I am sitting in an armchair. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven body. Uh, check out... The Weed Whacker has that 9,000 RPM motor, 360 degree rotary, goodness, rotary, dual blade system, has that same proprietary skin safe technology that you come to expect from Manscaped. If you go out to manscaped.com, check out all their products, including the Lawnmower 3.0, the Nails Kit, the Testy Toner, the Deodorant, all the great things, as well as the Weed Whacker. 
Listener of the show, get 20% off and free shipping when with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. All right, Mark. All right, man. All right. Yeah, where do you want to begin? Um, I legit could not stay awake at the beginning of this game. It was <laughs> terrible. It was boring. Texas Tech started off five three and outs in a row. And at that point, like, I, I don't think it was until that dri- the first drive in the second half when you broke into positive yardage on the day. Um, you had a very sucky start. Very terrible. Um, on the flip side, TCU kind of let you hang in it. Um, they had 26 total yards after the first quarter and only three points. So you were five, three and outs didn't really tank the game like it could have. Um, yeah, going into halftime with a 10-3 deficit, it it was one of those games where it was so sluggish and so slow. It seemed like every play mattered. And, and this seems to happen in Fort Worth, too. I kind of forget how that feels until I'm in the middle of it. And it just it's like the offense is just in quicksand. They just can't get anything done it's felt that way almost every trip there except maybe that crazy double overtime with uh tuberville and eric ward and and company but it's been it was it was it was really tough to think that oh my gosh text down by a touchdown at halftime this is over they don't get the ball back coming back it just it just kind of felt that way but they worked their way back in it uh text defense really I thought played quite well. I mean, it's not like TCU has the best offense in the world, but TCU's figured out how to run the ball recently uh, for a team that statistically has averaged. Oh gosh. I think they only average 170 rushing yards a game. You know, today they had 270. Uh, they had 245 or so last week against Baylor. So they're, they're figuring out the rushing game. Of course, a lot of that was by Duggan, he had 154 yards on his own, three touchdowns. Um, he had that, of course, that 81 yarder to really put the nail in the coffin at the end. But just a, an overall decent defensive day, uh, especially including all of the starters who were out. I know Eli Howard was out for sure. It was a pretty long list. I can't remember, but there were a lot of guys, especially on the defensive line, that were getting some of their first meaningful snaps today against TCU. So some bright spots, like you said, we made a field goal. Hey, yep. Got, got a, got a field goal made. Um, you know, held TCU, our, our passing defense, which is almost the worst in the country held TCU to 73 passing yards. Held dug into, uh, under 50% completion, no touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, to the point where I was frustrated for TCU fans. <laughs> when they kept trying to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in Tech's red zone defense has been, you know, 96% of the time they score. Came up with two back-to-back stops in the red zone, yep. including a tipped field goal. I mean, you can't ask for a lot more than that. 
So uh, with, with that, there were some positives to take away, but the main thing I think is the offense was not, <laughs> was not up to par. No, I, and uh, not I, even close. And, and today it felt like it started with, with the offensive line. They, they could not, Oh yeah. They could not protection. pass protect for Columbia. He went down five, he was sacked five times in, in the first half. Um, and I remember cause they, they talked about on the broadcast of the first six plays at Texas. Tech. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Like ran from scrimmage. Three of those plays were sacks. So three of the first six plays that Texas Tech snapped the ball on, it was a sack. Um, it may have, I mean, I don't know if it was a, a scheming, um, adjustment at halftime or if it was the defensive end that got hurt it probably more so the defensive end getting hurt anything uh your second half offense well i mean it wasn't considerably better because you only put up 15 points um but you didn't have long stretches where you're just like i'm i'm bored of this game like legit <laughs> bored i'm trying to figure out what else to do i'm sitting here watching big 10 you know, back to back to back to back to back three and outs. Um, that didn't happen in, in the second half. What did happen in the second half is you score a touchdown. Um, your first touchdown. Um, no, sorry, excuse me. Your second touchdown. The game is, what is it? Um, no, it was your first. You Tech didn't score a touchdown until third quarter. No, I, I was talking about when you went for two. Um, you're down 27, 10. Oh, sorry. Okay. The first touchdown in the second half, my bad. Yeah. So the, um, your first touchdown, uh, in the third quarter, you had, had that long pass 60 yards to Jalen Polk. Um, it was okay. I mean, it, I, it was, it was a touchdown. You don't want to like harp on Columbia for under, under throwing it, but, uh, you basically feel lucky that you have scored in that play. The defensive back got spun around, fell down, um, and had Polk not scored, you would have been frustrated that like, well, what happened that you should have scored. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, you hit another long pass. So the, the J- Jalen Polk touchdown was 60 yards. The one to Ezukama was 57 yards. Um, and then you go for two, um, with 11:47 left in the game 
to go 27 to 18 to bring the game within nine points. Yeah. So a two score game instead of a guaranteed, well, it still would have been a a two score game, a two score game to win as opposed to a two score game to tie. Possibly. You still possibly if the PAT. Yeah. If the PAT went through like the the two scores would have been a, a touchdown and a field goal. Had you gotten those exact scores after the the two point conversion, you would have won by one. Also assuming that your defense didn't give up a single point after that. And I think that's where we start to to break this down. It's like you made the the decision to go for two pretty early in the game. You're chasing points that you, I mean, you're now by 17 um, and you go for two is like, it's a strange decision. It worked out. You, 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 you converted the two point conversion, but I think, that solidified what happened next. Um, you you have one of your most successful off, like sustained offensive drives. You yes, you have scored two touchdowns previous to this. Um, you had a eight play, twenty four yard drive where you scored the field goal to end the first half. Your touchdown drive in the second half was three play, seventy five yards. Then you have three back-to-back three and outs then a three-play 76-yard touchdown. Like, So you've done this. The next drive, so you scored on that 57-yard Ezukanma pass. You get the two points. Your next drive, it's sustained. Eight plays, 63 yards. Um, This is after TCU had bled off almost seven minutes of clock in the fourth quarter. I mean, they, they nearly iced the game themselves they made some stupid errors like going for it on fourth down on that drive when they ran off seven minutes instead of kicking the field goal there. Um, anyways, you get the, the ball, you're driving, you have the ball for two minutes, 12 seconds on your eighth play, second down four to go. You attempt a field goal. On TCU's 19-yard line. And I I feel like, especially after hearing Matt Wells defend this, he didn't like, he didn't even like begin to say, it was not a good call. The I, I guess the only thing he did say is, maybe it was a play too soon. Right. No. No, 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 no. It was a possession too soon, you idiot. He Okay. You, second down on a drive where you are moving the ball efficiently, successfully in the red zone, second and four, you just picked up six yards. You decide to kick a field goal. Why? Because in coach Wells's mind, you had to have a touchdown and you had to have a field goal. Why did it have to be those two results? Not sure. Why did he think it had to be a field goal first and then a touchdown? Don't know because here, here's what I think. You take the field goal first. You absolutely have to have the touchdown on the next drive. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Assu- get also, drive. also assuming you don't let TCU score. Up until that point, here are the drives that have happened for TCU: field goal, touchdown, field goal, turnover on downs where they should have scored, touchdown. You were not stopping them. 
but yet you were playing in a way that you thought you were going to stop them. Okay. Well, so good. I, so, so good for having a little bit that of slightly. confidence. Cause the last two drives, uh, tech did stop them and, uh, stop them in the red zone. Cause the field goal was blocked and they turned the ball over on downs. So the last two drives, the defense did hold, but tech, they drove the ball. Um, they drove the ball pretty well on those drives. Yeah. So why, why did you stop your offense when it was operating as well as it had been all game? Yes. You had, to, you had a 12 play drive earlier that ended on turnover and downs. You did score two touchdowns before on big chunk plays, but they, this was not a, you did not have, you had one other sustained drive which was in the second quarter and the fourth quarter. When you needed points, you were driving, you needed 10 points. You decided. And by you, I mean, Matt Wells, obviously, or Tom or dollar, whoever came up with this stupid idea. We're going to make sure we kick the field goal. Once we get into a comfortable range, save clock. I, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not even sure. Well, I think what's telling too is in his, in the press conference, he talks about kicking it deep and getting the ball back after the field goal, which I, I mean, that's another thing to argue is why would that be the plan as opposed to going for an onside? If the plan is to try to stop them anyway, um, you know, at least go for an onside, Maybe you can, maybe you get it. Uh, I, it just didn't make a lot of sense to, I, I can't even talk myself through this. Tech had all three timeouts. It was two minutes and 44 seconds left. The play clock was down to zero. The, they had this to... kid was rushed out there. He'd kicked one successful field goal in seven, seven games. games. <laughs> and this kid was rushed out there uh, to, to, to try to kick a 37 yarder. Is that what it was? Or a 36 yarder from the 19 would have been 36. And they're, they're barely snapping the ball with, with, you know, just, it was one second or zeros when the ball was flying through the air to the holder. And you're expecting this kid. Oh, he's just going to drill it. It's going to be fine. Nothing to worry about here. You got to play the numbers here. Well, you got to play the numbers that you have a kicker who has had trouble this season. You have special teams who have just had trouble altogether. And that has to factor in. And then everything you just mentioned about, well, Tech's actually driving the ball. This is one of the best drives they've had all day. Now let's, let's cut, let's, you know, let's halt it right here and just go for the, the field goal. If, if he would have made it, still wouldn't have gone well. It wouldn't have mattered because uh, apparently Wells was going to kick it deep and TCU would have just drained out the clock. Even if tech had all three timeouts, they would have gotten enough first downs to drain out the clock. Um, If he went for a onside kick and then it didn't work out, I think everyone as fans would have gone. All right. You know, you tried. They did what they could do. Sure. Um, But we didn't even get to that point. No. And, and I think one of the biggest things, it's like, like there's so many aspects of this one call. You're just like, 
nobody would have made that same decision. And it's not like you're some kind of genius. Like you're just thinking other world like, ah, oh, we're just, ne- we're never going to kick a field goal. We're, we're always going to kick onside kicks. We're never going to punt. We're always going to go for and forth. No, no, that's not even that. It's like, well, I've already made up in my mind that I need a touchdown in a field goal. For some reason, I feel like we're good now that we're into field goal range. Let's go ahead and try to kick on second down with three so timeouts left. Yeah. Showing confidence in a kicker that he hasn't shown confidence in. He didn't even show October. Yeah, he didn't even show confidence early in the game. Like they went for it on fourth down when they were in field goal range. It would have been a 24 yard field goal from the seven and went for it on fourth down instead. But no, here with no preparation, it seems because they ran everybody out there, didn't take a timeout. Like even like have they taken a timeout? I think we would have been frustrated, but like game management, like what the heck are you doing? Why are you kicking on second down? Whatever you got points missing it just makes it that much worse. But like, dude, like what the actual heck? That was one of the the beefs I had that I just, I know I, I went on it already, but really it, it I tech had three timeouts. It, if the goal was, if, if that was the only solution in his head was to get a field goal or die on that drive, call the time out, give the guys time to set up. He's, you know, Wolf. I'm not going to disparage the kid. He's doing the best he can. He may even Let, be injured. I mean, that sure. was kind of hinted at that know. in the post game, like, like, or at least he has been injured. Sure. So there's just <clears throat> give him time to set up. You know, this is a guy that you haven't shown any confidence in. I'm not saying that he he should be given confidence or something. Uh, you know, in, in what has transpired on the on the kicks that we've seen, but. It's not going to help to just rush them out there and and try to and try to seal it right then. So anyway, I it wouldn't have I'm, even sealed it right then. You had to go back out oh there. Oh yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I don't know why I use that word. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Right. It's. So I think one positive out of this. I think a lot of people were infuriated last week with the result with Oklahoma. Everybody expected to lose to Oklahoma. I think everybody was a little more embarrassed by the result how it wasn't close. I think this week you got a lot more fans. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ...and's on board with saying, you know what, maybe I'm done with Matt Wells. Because... that's You're calling that a positive... <laughs> You opened that whole thing with, you know, one positive about this. Uniting the fan base is always a good thing. <laughs> Even united in negativity. <laughs> like if, if, if we're united in cause, then I think change can be had. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't I think that matters because Kirby's going to operate in a vacuum. He's going to maintain Wells for two more years and, you're going to have donors that possibly have billions of dollars in their back pocket being ignored because Kirby is the athletic director and he hires everybody, even though every single hire has been trash. He can't do it. Now that's not true. That's not name a good one true. that he hired. He was already on staff. No. Well, no. Not his head coach. Well, no, he was on staff as an assistant. He was promoted. 2011? Like, I have to go back a little bit. Like, okay, so one, Tadlock. Tubby Smith was good. He really was. Tubby Smith was great. He helped turn the, the he started turning the basketball program around, okay? Oh, yeah, big time. Had some great recruits, some excellent guys. Uh, I mean, he he left in kind of a weird thing, but. I I really thought that without Tubby Smith, I don't know if Tech would have um, interested Beard that much uh, with with the roster that, of course, you know, Beard could have recruited. He's obviously very good at that. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm not prepared to get into a Kirby Hocut situation here. But there are some, you know, he had Candy Whitaker was not, that didn't work out well. Marlene Gregory, Stallings. Course, didn't work out well. Stallings didn't work out. Um, Al Golden. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. For a couple of reasons. Matt Wells. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not great, but the programs had found a lot of success. He's able to get a lot of money in. There's all these facilities being built. I'm, I'm not saying the program just as in tech. I'm talking about all of them. Uh, 
you know, the indoor practice facility is, is huge, but. Well, that's a pet project of a major donor. Oh, sure. I mean, same with the Womble, but the Womble probably wouldn't have been there if Beard hadn't had as much success as he did as quickly as he did. Sorry, that, that, that was the one I I was thinking of. Yeah. I was like, I I think the IPF was funded differently, but so yeah, okay, I'm, I'm yeah, not prepared to go there on just a whim here. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll save that for later. I, I didn't know we were going down that road. No, <laughs> I, I, I got fired up. Um, <laughs> which I guess is good. I mean, I'm not like totally apathetic yet, but yeah, that's that's kind of nice. Um, I, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, and and, and I know I know that we, we we're starting to get that way. I know Rob Rowe is kind of helping, uh, looking at compiling all this, but like there have been some mind numbingly stupid decisions made from the head coach. And I know a lot of people say, well, you gotta wait, you gotta wait for him to bring his people. Talent does not fix stupidity. He would make these stupid errors if he was flush with five stars. That doesn't change coaching decisions. That's true. Personnel wouldn't necessarily change that unless you had a five-star kicker. I mean, and, unless the talent is so rich and deep that like he literally does nothing. Like the talent is does there, everything for him. Is there such a thing as a five-star kicker? The sure. kickers get rated? Uh, I, I, I'm sure A&M claimed a five-star kicker kicker about 10 years ago what's his name um taylor whatever his name i don't know i had a i had a question from from my buddy uh my buddy adam who's been he's been trying to figure this out he's he said is there any other way to describe matt wells coaching than impotent i personally think that's a little harsh <laughs> i'd maybe say anemic it's not quite enough iron not quite enough iron in those red blood cells but but yeah, that that was a question posed to us and to those listening, commiserating with us on another tough loss. I, I was I was struggling to see before the game how TCU could be a nine or ten point favorite. I, I see it now. <laughs> I, I think we saw that earlier. It's like, oh, that that's oh, how. that's right, that's right. Patterson always manages to build a quagmire that. Uh, tech offenses just get bogged down in and cannot have any sort of competence success. I mean, things broke down at the end a little bit defensively for TCU, but I mean, not much. All right. What else you got on this one? I don't know. Like for the longest time I was so dumbstruck. I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like it happened, like as it was happening, because I remember, I remember thinking in the game because the camera followed Columbia off the field. And I was like, if Columbia's off the field, who's in their quarterback? And then <laughs> it switched cameras. The field goal team is out there. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and like, I double checked the graphic. I was like, I didn't think it was fourth down yet. I was like, it was second down. And then I heard the broadcasters were confused. Like it's second down. I was like, wait, what? And then he misses it. Well, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> At least it's better than Kingsbury did something very similar in overtime against the Seahawks. But the, the, the kicker was pun unintended. 
that since Seattle had already had the ball, I can't remember if they turned it over on downs or Arizona got an interception since Arizona had the ball after Seattle had won the toss and got the ball first. If they kick a field goal games over, that's how the NFL works. Right? So cliff, I think on second or third did the exact same thing, got his guy out there and then got kind of worried, I guess about how close it was coming to the play clock called a timeout, but but I think the play would have counted. And so his kicker made it. Then they had to kick it again because Cliff essentially iced his own kicker and the kicker missed. So luckily, okay, so they turn the ball over on downs. Seattle gets the ball. They turn it over again. I honestly can't remember how. And then, of course, the Cardinals, uh, they were able to kick a game-winning field goal eventually. But it kind of reminded me of that, of of just uh, kind of at least in, in Kingsbury's situation, it would have ended the game for sure. A hundred percent would have ended the game and it was in overtime and all that other stuff. But with Wells situation, there's so many other factors in play and there's so many what ifs and other things had to happen just right for this to have made sense. And just number one, you have to have a pretty confident kicking game for for that to make sense and and tech's just not there right now end of random rant i'm glad everyone listened to my cardinals seahawks recap from two weeks ago i want to change the tagline of the podcast to talent does not fix stupid Uh, the 23 personal podcast where talent does not fix stupid well we could be talking about us I'm okay. I'm not getting paid 12. <laughs> what's left in this contract? Five years, $15 million to do what I'm doing. Is it really? Is it? F- he's paid 3 okay. million a year on his well, he's six only got 12 year, left. Six year contract. Oh, it is a six year. Holy cow. Okay. I thought it was a five year. Mm-mm. That's right. Another great decision by our man, Kirby Hocutt. Let's give a group of five coach who hindsight here. A lot of people are like, uh, maybe he doesn't have the experience. You hope he does. Like he's got some questionable things in his history. Like he went from a 11 win program to a four win program in like two years. Like what the heck happened? Yeah. Red flag. I tried to, to defend that away. Look pretty stupid. Feel pretty stupid about that now. Like, nope, I can see how he did that. The man is a, a professional idiot. He is Michael Scott on the sideline for Texas Tech oh football. God. Like there are cringeworthy moments. You're like, yep, I can see it coming. Can't look away. I can't do anything about it because it's a TV show. Can't do anything about it because Kirby Hocutt makes these decisions in a vacuum all by himself. I, I've been watching Matt Wells' career. He's, he's a great coach. Dude. No one was actually watching Utah State football in Lubbock over the last five years. Just, there's no way. He sure wanted us to think that he was. Well, and if it makes you feel any better, uh, Tech will stop paying Kingsbury in December. So at least there's only one more month on his contract. <laughs> one more month, one more paycheck for him to cash. Yeah, just just one more. So the, we'll, we will no longer be paying two head coaches uh, as of the beginning of the year to do the job of zero. Yeah, that's solid. I did see somebody say that, uh, j- just, just 
give Chris Beard a raise and have him give some like philosophical guidance on the sideline doesn't really matter because your results may be the same, but uh, at least he'd kind of whip the program into shape. Maybe no a ham no. sandwich. Uh, maybe here's, here's here's definite catch with that is the basketball program does not need less Chris Beard. No, it needs more Chris Beard. <laughs> it needs if yeah. If so it, that's possible. there's the huge flaw in that genius plan. Dang um, it. <laughs> there's there's uh there's not enough Chris Beard to go around. Yeah. Um I don't really have anything else besides I I don't know what you do from here. I I don't this The game started off like it felt unwinnable the way that your offensive perform your your offense performed things kind of started to turn around um in true tech fashion there there was a sliver of hope you had scored and brought it within 17 it looked like you were doing something right sorry you were down 17 you brought it within nine you're like well shoot that's a two-score game and then the candy corn of college football programs breaks your heart disappoints you because there's nothing there. There's no substance there. Yeah. I wasn't able to pull up the, the score in time and, but the next, you know, next week's Baylor, then luckily a bye week I think we all need a break, not just the players and the coaches. I think us as fans need a break before heading to Stillwater at Oklahoma state and then finishing the year versus Kansas at home. Uh, tonight, let me refresh these scores. I know that everybody listening to this already knows this, but the game I was kind of keeping my eye on was Baylor, Iowa state. Baylor was ahead there for a while. Iowa state came back, finished them off 38, 31. So Baylor, despite looking awful against TCU last week, and at least in the first half, which tech can identify with that, uh, really held their own in names much better outing than tech had uh, actually led it at some point. I don't think tech ever did. No, you put up 31 or they put up 31 points. Yes. And so, I mean, Baylor, we were kind of thinking that might be almost a guaranteed, not a guaranteed, but one of those when pretty much a solid W in the wind column after kind of seeing what we've seen the last couple of weeks, but not so sure now. I mean, they, they really held their own against Iowa State, which is a team that's Tech obviously struggled with. So next week's going to be tough, too. I don't know where you go from here. Uh, you know, Kansas trotted out, I think, 17 guys against OU today, and still the OU scored less on them than they did on Tech. So 62 to 9, that's a moral victory for Kansas. D- does Kansas have uh, any players surviving after this game? I don't know. How do you, how do you, that, that list of players out was incredible. I I don't know if they were getting managers to suit up. I'm not sure how they managed to fill a roster. Cause was it COVID related? The, the list, it just said that they were, the players on the list just said did not dress. Right. So it could be COVID related. We just don't know. You would think Um, if if that many COVID related absences, it would have been, the game would have been called like, the team, yeah. I, mean, I have no idea. No idea what's going on over there. Texas, of course, squeaked by West Virginia 17-13. And Kansas State held their own against Oklahoma State, were ahead for a while, and then ended up losing 2018. So Oklahoma State, 
Definitely don't like Tech's chances against them. Against them, they're not world beaters. I don't think. I do think they're not as good as their number fourteen ranking implies. But that's going to be a tough one too. At least Tech will have a bye week to prepare for it. So where do we go from here? I don't know. Hopefully two out of the next three. But I think realistically, one. Yeah, I and mean, then we go into the offseason all happy. It's going to be great. No problem. Like, it's going to be funny to, to say, oh, what if Tech loses to Kansas? Like, the, the, if you lose to Kansas this year, because with, with how much Kansas has lost, um, if the staff is still around and that happens, I don't see how Wells can ever come back. Like, Tonight, you, you have a lot of people piss off like, oh, you just leave the staff in Fort Worth. And I, and I said that kind of tongue in cheek, but like a field goal on second down with three minutes to go and three timeouts. It's got to be a, a clause in some contract somewhere as a fireable offense, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that, would, if that was put in the six-year contract or not. Also, what, is, what does Tomardall do? Because special teams are a dumpster fire. Um, we're still are, returning. They are really bad. Still returning kickoffs out of the end zone. Uh, you had a kickoff go out of bounds too. You had a kickoff go out of bounds. You had two punts blocked. Um, you did block a field goal. Yes, by that was the, awesome. By the strength of a, a, a defensive lineman, so I was like, I don't, I don't know how much credit to give Tomardall, but was that McCann? No, it was Jalen Hutchings. Oh, it was Hutchings. Okay. McCann, I think, blocked the one at Kansas last year. Anyway, yeah, that that was the special teams play has been rough. Uh, at least fielding went better this game. There were less drops. Uh, I mean, you you almost muffed a punt because Chucks and Wabuko couldn't tell where it was coming down and then dropped to his knees and then even then had to lunge forward and was bailed out that he got touched by a TCU player. Yeah, that one was close. I don't know. I, I don't. Let's just, let's I, end I, it here. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't have like anything, any of my complaints today. Let, let me just, I guess, wrap up with this. Despite what I just said about the punt returner, nothing I'm mad about tonight has anything to do with the performance of an individual player. I sure. think what we saw trumped all of that. Like you could have been upset with any of the kick returns. You're like, no, don't do that. Or when Alex Hogan had that penalty out of bounds, like, well, that's frustrating. Like he got slapped by Rico Jeffers. Like you can't do that, man. Um, or the drops or any, any of that. I don't, I don't even care. It's the, the crap coming from the sideline. The leadership of the program was like, that should not be the thing. Like we should be talking about what's happening on the field, not like what's going on in your brain or in your headset. So like we, again, I, I, I feel like we said this earlier this season as spectators. Yes. We probably overestimate overvalue our capabilities. We should not have a reasonable expectation saying, Hmm, I would not have done that. I would have done a better job at that. That, that should not be something that's a common thought in your fan base. At least in my mind. It's it's happening more often. 
Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where to go from here. I, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be back Tuesday to preview the Baylor bears. Um, I, I don't even know what, what that preview is going to look like because <laughs> I mean, you can look at the, the X's and O's and the stats and the strategy and the game plan. Uh, all that goes out the window when you just legit have no idea what be, could be coming from the head coach at any, any time, any moment. So with that bit of rosy news, that'll do it for us. This instant reaction podcast from Texas Tech's defeat in Fort Worth 3418. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.